On the Newman Jets Audio Network, this is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by South Central Ceiling and Paving, online at scsealing.com, Mel Hambledon Ford, Pepsi, Eck Agency, Donlinger Construction, Big Corner Creative, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, and by Overland Charters, the official transportation provider of Newman University Athletics. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, Blake Kreps. A new era of Newman women's basketball is set to begin this month as the Jets embark on their 15th season. As an NCAA Division II member, the program entering its fourth coaching era as NU welcomes in Drew and Nicole Johnson to take over the controls of the program. Coach Drew joins me to preview the upcoming season, which begins on November 13th at home, a 2 p.m. tip-off against Wayne State College. Coach, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Well, it, I know it's been uh, a while since we talked here. I remember had you and uh, Coach Nicole on, and God, what was it, May, those <laughs> those months ago, and you were hired, uh, God, I think it was April 29th when the release dropped down. Uh, what's it been like? What's the process been, and, and how's the transition been for you from April uh, to now, stepping in as the new head coach of the Jets? Yeah, it's been great. Um, we've been really fortunate to walk into a situation where we've got a bunch of players that have been incredibly enthusiastic, and, and their effort has been really high. Uh, you know, being able to feel the support from all the people around here at Newman has been awesome as well. And and ultimately now, just trying to trying to iron out some things on the court to be ready to roll for the first one. And and uh, you know, we've got a couple weeks left till we till we get to officially tip. Well, the first thing that you said, I don't know if it was the first thing that you said, but I know is one of the things that they put out on social media to announce it. You said, you know, the one thing you wanted to emphasize is that you wanted to make Newman the best place in the world to play college basketball. I'm sure some people saw that and like, well, he knows that he knows that like UConn exists and all these <laughs> yeah. other MIAA schools are really good. What's what's the context to, to that mission, and what steps do you feel like you and Coach Nicole have taken to try to get Newman to that place? Yeah, I think the, the first thing is um, you know, we really talk about the people that you're surrounded by and the, um, the way that you treat people, the way that you interact with this campus and, and Wichita as a whole um, is, is vitally important. And if you want to be a place that um, you know, plays great basketball and has great people, um, that's got to be the mission from day one. And, and we're, we're very fortunate that that, that locker room over there is – is full of a bunch of wonderful, wonderful players that, um, you know, they're fun to be around every day. Um, And then, and then, outside of that then we got to talk about you know how do you play basketball and how do you how do you operate and are you working hard every day Um, and so those are the kind of foundations and backbones that we we talk about what's what does it mean to you to continue to coach with your wife who you kind of started all the elite with years ago when you were in the basketball training you guys go to Bethel she's your associate head coach you come here you're both leading the program now and continuing that journey with that journey with her yeah it's it's um you know we talk a lot about there's there's uh this family dynamic that we're looking for to create in the program and i think uh you know lots of programs across the country try to do that um but being able to you know interact with your wife every day and and be able to kind of lead it together has been has been huge and um we we just appreciate kind of the way we get to integrate basketball into our lives and hopefully integrate basketball you know more into the lives of our players as they you know start to learn more about the game and grow and 
Um, and then we hope that, you know, we're, we're able to kind of provide role models and, and uh, be able to show them how to interact in a positive manner with your spouse, right? We, we don't agree on everything all the sure. time. So um, how do you handle disagreements and how do you, how do you work through that stuff? Well, well, and I know that there are probably some out there thinking, boy, you know, I don't know if I'd want to work with my <laughs> husband or my wife every yeah. day, but you guys do make it work. And not only that, but as you're watching this, uh, it was just Halloween and uh, you guys have got a little one. So how was, uh, how was the Halloween and, and did he, did he have a good haul for Halloween? Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, he dressed up as Captain America. So he was oh, running good around choice. the other day. He told us, I don't like sports. I like superheroes. So um, it's been a lot of fun to watch him kind of go through that process. And yeah, he, uh, he found a lot of candy. Um, it's, it's found a lot of uh, its way into our house and our, <laughs> our, maybe, maybe my mouth more than it should. But sure. It was fun. Yeah. I, I have that problem too, this time of year. What was it like for you? What has it been like um, to to meet the team over these last few months to try to get to know them? And and this is not something that you're unaccustomed to. You were at Bethel, had a rebuilding project there, that and spent about four years up at Bethel. What has been meeting the Jets been like for yeah. you with the new players that came in? Some of the players that you didn't recruit, but you kind of re-recruited, and they continued to come and then obviously some of the old players from coach spence's era and you've brought in some new transfers as well what's it been like to meet your team yeah we kind of <clears throat> described it like even at miwa media day as 16 new faces um you know and, and they're they're feeling that way for us too we we've had a couple scrimmages and and in the first one we talked to them a little bit about it's more different for them than it was for us josh nicole and i have been together for a while and and so we know how we're going to operate and who's going to sub and what that's going to look like you know they were learning us as much as we were learning them in that scrimmage but from day one um you know just trying to get players on the floor and work through hey this is what they're good at this is where we put them to be successful um you know we've got some returners that had success last year finding out how do we get them involved at what they do well um in inside of kind of the structure of what our system is so it's been a been a fun challenge we've got some wrestling coverage coming up in the JetCast in a later segment. We've got a couple of wrestlers coming up from that team, so stay tuned, wrestling fans. We'll have more for you coming up here in just a little bit. When you look at this team, normally at this time, I'm talking to the coach, talk about last year, what, do you, what did you do well, what didn't you do well. Um, looking back here, your last year, obviously, um, for Newman, not quite the season that they wanted. For you and Coach Johnson, uh, you guys had a pretty darn good year up there with the Threshers, first ever NAIA tournament appearance. Uh, when you look at the Jets, do you look at last season? Is Are you the kind of coach that wants to look at last season's film and see what they did? Do you want to just have a clean slate? It doesn't matter what happened last year. Work on what happens this year. How do you kind of approach that? Yeah, yeah we, we've watched some film a little bit from last year, but but as a general rule, we, we try to wipe the slate clean and just say, hey, we're, we're going to operate uh, differently. Um, we're going to run different things offensively, different things defensively. Um, I, I think it, it gives everybody a, a fresh kind of restart of – um, hey, figure out your positioning. You know, you've got a, a fresh opportunity to kind of find your role on this team. And, and uh, sometimes that's good for players. Sometimes it takes players a little bit longer to get into that mode if we're asking them to do something maybe they haven't done before. Um, but, you know, ultimately – in any season, last year's results don't necessarily affect this year's results. And, and uh, you know, I thought COVID especially made, made last year very, very difficult for everybody. And so to think that we want to, you know, 
put too much stock into you know performances last year. I think I think there were were players that handled her or COVID was a little easier for, and there were players that it was a little harder for. And so you know, just kind of walking into this year, it's it's much more normal. So uh, excited about that. Uh, yeah, as, as are we all for sure. Um, I, I do feel like I would be remiss if I didn't ask you about your personal last season, mm-hmm. uh, as you and Coach Nicole obviously uh, did something uh, for that program that had never been done before, taking them to the NAIA tournament. Uh, with the, I think the year before you got there, they had four wins, and from four wins, you had the first 20-win season, I believe, ever in Thresher history, and then uh, obviously taking them in North Newton to the NAIA tournament. Uh, I know you're very, very thankful for your time there, coached an NAIA All-American. Um, what were your thoughts about your time there and, and ultimately last season that, that got them to unprecedented heights? Yeah, I think uh, we've, we've kind of described Bethel as a, uh, a really special place in our lives. Um, when we when we took over there, um, Nicole and I were kind of figuring out what did we want to do with basketball. You know, we were obviously running the summer program and, and what was the dream, what were the goals, and, and uh, pretty fortunate we felt like to be hired and, and have the opportunity to lead the program. Um, you know, we walked in the door and, and, uh, and, and worked really hard. And, and I think the thing that um, coaches sometimes uh, don't give enough credit to is uh, it's always about players, um, and we were fortunate to coach a lot of really good players, um, you know, uh, from from players that, like you said, Abby Schmidt was an All-American, um, to we had a lot, of, a lot of really good players, and so players also that bought into, hey, this is going to be a journey, and this is going to be growth, and, and so when we recruit here at Newman, we're looking to do the sim- same, same stuff, similar similar approach, this is going to be a, a process, it's not going to happen overnight, and, and that's the only way it's sustainable, and so, um, you know, yeah. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, um, you know, to be able to experience, you know, the the moment of yes, you're into the national tournament, and who are you going to play, and and uh, starting to figure out a matchup. You know, we at the NAI level, we played a team from California. Uh, it's a, a long trip, and and uh, somebody you never see um, <laughs> right. cross cross conference matchups. So, um, you know, that was that was a really really fun experience. I think for for our players and and for us as well. How fun much fun have you had trying to get to know these guys, not just as you know young ladies but also getting to see them on the basketball court. A couple of scrimmages for the first time over this past week against a couple of Oklahoma schools. I believe I saw the vans on the outside. <laughs> that one was closed, but I believe that the, uh, the Northwestern Oklahoma State was up here. And then obviously you played East Central. We're able to invite some more friends and family, open that one up a little bit more. What was one thing out of those two scrimmages that you liked, that you were pleased with? One thing that maybe concerned you, maybe you think that you need to work on, get ready before MIAA play starts. Yeah, I think the first thing to, to talk about is just the growth that happened over the course of both of those. Um, you know, the first quarter of the first scrimmage uh, looked like we were we were kind of new and, and didn't totally know each other. And we were, we were trying to figure out, okay, yeah, we've been doing this in practice, but what does this look like against somebody else? And um, to, to watch what we grew into by the end of that second one, um, I think it's going to be a style that that jet fans will enjoy watching Uh, i think we play really really hard we're starting to figure out you know how to be successful within the parameters of how we want to play um and and i think we're getting to the point where we can start to guard some people and that's going to be need to be a uh, a big 
backbone of what we do. Um, and so, so I think just, just the big takeaway for us as a staff was growth. Um, and then I think just um, continuing to find roles and continuing to find ways to um, you know, utilize what we do. We've got a couple of, of really, really talented um, forward centers. Um, and and you know, at times they don't they didn't touch the ball quite enough. And so um, just finding ways to go, okay, yes, this is how we want to play. We want to play an up-tempo style and we want to um, you know, have some freedom. But – Within that freedom, you know, there's some players that need to make sure they're getting getting their shots. And so, um, you know, that's stuff that it's hard to put into on the film without getting into a scrimmage and be able to show them, hey, listen, here's an opportunity to, to do that. I think for Faith Mason Vestal, who you're going to hear from on a future episode of the JetCast, by the way, so stay tuned for future episodes. Coming back from the break, we will have basketball men's or women's content every single week after Christmas break. So we will have hoops completely covered coming after Christmas break. And a couple more times here before we go to Christmas break, I feel like for the first time, Faith is going to kind of be the man, if you want to say that on this team. Um, she She's going to be the predominant uh, you know, threat that people are probably going to scout, which she hasn't always been in the past. There was Brooke Haney last year. Year before that, there she was coming off the injury with Caitlin Potter. Bria DeGrade, all-time program winning a scorer when she was a freshman and won Heartland conference freshman of the year and she's been through the battles played some of the elite competition the elite uh, big ladies inside in the conference with the carlson's the nyjah colliers the kelsey johnson's of the world um what kind of a role do you foresee for her and what kind of leadership are you expecting from her and her best friend michaela hayes the two seniors you have on this year's team yeah i think uh you know, Faith has been really, really good in practice to start with her. Just, just the way she kind of commands the ball, and and uh, you know, a big time credit to her. We're going to ask her to play a little differently um, than than maybe they've played previously. She was in a lot of ball screens previously, and and uh, so trying to show her, hey, this is where your touches are going to come from. This is how you get them, uh, and then once you get them, go be who you are. Um, and that's been a, a fun process. She's bought into that, you know, one thousand percent from the from the jump, which is good. Um, and then, you know, expecting expecting the leadership from the seniors to be huge. And, and they've been here and they've been through the, the, the grind of the season. They understand what's coming. They understand who our opponents are. Um, you know, we're, we're going to have to lean on them to say this, these are what we do. And, and we've seen some leadership come out of that um, just in how they get ready for practice and, and all of that, you know, we're giving them some some freedom and some opportunity to say, hey, this is your program in these ways. Take take charge of it. And so um, it's been awesome to see Michaela and Faith kind of take take charge there. You've got quite a few transfers that have come in. You've also brought in some freshmen as well to the program, and you had a little bit of a blend that played quite a bit in that East Central scrimmage. Who of these newcomers do you think might have a chance to make some serious impact in terms of playing significant minutes, and, and who might you be relying on a lot this year that might be a new face that Navy and Red fans haven't seen before? Yeah, it's 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 going to be a different roster for sure. I mean, when you look at it, 10, 10 new players, um, and like you said, uh, some freshmen, some some transfers. Um, you know, right now it seems like a couple of our older kids. You know, and this is natural as you get rolling. The freshmen, it's going to take them a second um, to just understand the the speed and the the physicality and the effort level. It's going to take every day. Um, you know, our 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 transfers in in Carissa Beck and and Tori Vang and, and Brittany Ho and and uh, Tiffany Dortland. Those four have really come in and 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 provided a lot of stability. Um, you know, I think, um, you know, Tiffany really, really scores it. Uh, I thought uh, 
uh, in one of the scrimmages. Brittany Ho was really, really good. Um, and just trying to kind of figure out how they fit in with this mix. And then we've got some freshmen that, that have, have really stepped up and, and played well. You know, it, it, it's kind of we're going to have to see as we go. You're, you're expecting them to provide some um, to, to provide some help over the course of the season, um, but also trying to help them understand that it's probably not going to be 40 minutes day one. Like it's going <laughs> to take a little bit of time, and 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 that can build over the course of the sure. season. Uh, but but Alicia Mills and and Laura Bello have been really good as they've gotten in here, and then uh, Lauren Dubert played quite a bit in a couple of those scrimmages, and and then those other freshmen that we didn't mention like. They're doing really good stuff um, just as they, their opportunity and their name gets called, um, you know, ha- ha- talking to them about, hey, here's your opportunity. Go ahead and step up into this opportunity. And, and we believe those will continue to grow. Once again, the season opener is the 13th here at Fugate Gymnasium against Wayne State. You can hear that game on the Newman Jets Audio Network, newmanjets.com slash listen or watch it on the MIAA Network. All the links will be at newmanjets.com on the schedule page. Final question for you. Uh, you and coach nicole here in year one any specific goals for the season any intangible goals for this first Mm -hmm. season i know some coaches want to say okay we want to win 10 games or we want to win 5 or 20 or 30 whatever the goal is some are just we want to get better every week or we want to be in the top half of the standings in this particular statistical category we want to be within what goals do you have for this year one where do you want to be at the end of let's say march at the end of the season, whether or not you make it to Kansas City. I know that's always a goal to make it to the MIAA tournament, but where will you and Coach Nicole sit down at the end of the year and say, okay, you know what, year one, we made progress this year toward our ultimate goal. Where do you think that will be? Yeah, we'll talk a lot this season about um, just what each day is going to provide for them. Uh, We talk a lot about being in the moment and, um, you know, you can't win 10 games on one night and you can't, (laughs) uh, you know, win or lose the next day at practice has to be growth. And one of the things that we believe that we've um, in our coaching tenure been able to kind of provide for programs is the ability to continue to get better and play our best basketball at the end of the season and so for us you know our goals will be how do we get better in every moment uh, and then are we playing our best basketball at the end of the season if we can do both of those things we're going to look back and believe i I think that we'll have provided a foundation to build off of for the next you know you know run of time and it's it it's it's cliche a little bit, but but every day has got to be growth. It's got to be one step forward every day. Uh, win or lose the game the night before, one step forward. And if we can do that, you'll, you'll look back and feel like it was a successful season. Coach Drew and his Jets getting set to take the court on the 13th. They're adding a game on the 14th as well here at Fugate Gymnasium. Two o'clock for the tip-off both days here in Wichita. Coach, so excited about this season to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Thanks, Blake. We've got more of the JetCast coming up in just a moment. When remodeling your kitchen or purchasing a new home, choosing the right countertops can often be intimidating. Trust the quartz and granite experts at Keystone Solid Surfaces to work with you every step of the way, from design to installation. Keystone Solid Surfaces fabricates and installs the highest quality quartz and granite countertops. So remember, when you're ready for new countertops, the key is Keystone. Keystone Solid Surfaces. Call 316-778-1566. That's 778-1566. Or go online to keystonesolidsurfaces.com. Where can you land the best Jet swag? The official online store of Newman University Athletics and UJetsGear.com. Store features the greatest variety of Jets logo gear anywhere. The 
latest clothing styles and hats to Newman branded lawn chairs and office supplies and more. And NewJetsGear.com is your place to purchase sports-specific, alumni, parents, and hard-to-find Newman merchandise. Shop right now on your computer or phone at NewJetsGear.com or click the Shop Now button at NewmanJets.com. Wrapping up our JetCast this week, talking wrestling. They are opening up the season on Saturday with the Red and Blue Duel, 5 p.m. So if you want an advanced look at what the wrestling team's going to look like this year for Coach Smith's squad, you can come on out to Fugate Gymnasium, 5 o'clock. We are joined by Garrett Lang and J.D. Johnson joining us on the program. J.D. Johnson, a redshirt sophomore from Oklahoma, and Garrett Lang is a junior from Goddard. Guys, welcome to the program. Thank you so much. Thanks Hi. for having us. Well, talk a little bit about the offseason. Uh, for this year, obviously a little bit different of a scenario coming from the coronavirus year when there were so many strict protocols and, uh, you know, the, the, the postseason obviously getting stripped away from the two Jets that made the national tournament the year before. How much closer do you feel like your preparation was allowed to be during this offseason? Whichever one of you wants to go first. <laughs> Don't just jump in at once. <laughs> yeah, uh, we definitely got to do a lot more this offseason. Um, we didn't have anybody get quarantined during uh, preseason, so that was great. Um, we got in the room a lot more than last year. Just we weren't as afraid to be in close contact with each other. So that was great. J JD, yeah, go ahead. Uh, this summer I got to hang out with Cameron. And on like last summer we weren't able to wrestle at all considering I had shoulder surgery and I wasn't able to wrestle at all during the summer. But um, this past summer really was kind of back to normal with Cameron. Um, we wrestled every day over the summer. So shoulder surgery in the off season. how has recovery gone uh, gone with recovery from that surgery for you and how close to 100 percent do you feel like you are right now honestly my shoulder feels 100 percent better shoulder surgery couldn't have gone any better in that full year just now it just feels 100 percent better i don't have any issues anymore closer to normal on campus for both of you guys as well how good has that been to try to get back to a more normal learning experience in the classroom i like it a lot more i i don't like the uh online classes at all <laughs> what are you guys what are you guys studying uh jd I'm, go ahead uh i'm a, an accounting major and garrett uh i'm an organizational leadership so organization so uh, in, in what ways do you feel like the the classroom situation really uh helps you learn a little bit better when you're able to be in class i think a lot of students feel that way and that's something you guys are obviously we're here to focus on athletics. That's our job. But you guys are student athletes. I know that's, you know, so cliche and boring <laughs> and everybody pounds that to death. But you guys are here to get a high-quality education from a Catholic university and get a degree. How tough was that to adjust to, to mostly remote learning over the last year? It was definitely a lot tougher. Uh, so my teacher uh, for accounting uses a lot of Excel so trying to learn more Excel over uh, like Zoom and stuff like that, it was a lot more difficult than just being in person when you when it's a lot easier to ask questions. Uh, honestly, I had done a mix of online and in-person classes all throughout college. So when we transferred over to 100% online, I liked it, um, but I really missed the, the environment of being in a classroom and 
getting hands-on experience and talking to students and making relationships that way. Well, and we'll, we'll start with you on, the, on this one in terms of building those relationships. How great has it been to kind of have a regular preseason training camp where you guys are allowed to get together? You mentioned wrestling in the offseason. How has your normal in-season, preseason work been going to get ready for the season? It's been awesome. I'm so glad to get back to the normal uh, preseason routine where – you know, at the beginning, we're all suffering a little bit, but um, <laughs> our coaches have a, a pro- program to get us through it, and uh, I feel more prepared compared to last year. JD, what do you think makes you suffer the most in preseason? What's the worst thing, and which coach is responsible for that? Uh, definitely uh, the mile-long buddy carries the first day of preseason. Mile long, so I, I, I'm assuming that you're pairing up with somebody in your weight class. Yep. And uh, how exactly do you carry have to carry them? Like a backpack. Wow. And uh, where do you guys do this? Around campus. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I can imagine that would be pretty awful. Yeah. <laughs> was it was it at least a cool day when that happened? Uh, we had some it, kind of warm. It wasn't the hottest day, yeah. but it definitely wasn't cool. <laughs> yeah, definitely not like it has been this week. Yeah. Um, Garrett, want to talk to you because you are from Goddard. Mm-hmm. You're wrestling just down the road from your hometown. How nice has that been? First of all, were you a lion or a tiger? I was a lion. A lion. <laughs> so, and you say that with pride. Oh, yeah. um, but what's it like wrestling so close to your hometown? I really love it. I get to see family, friends, and uh, – you know, they all get to watch me wrestle and do what I love. So it's nice having their uh, support here in Wichita, and I love it. And, J.D., I'll let you answer this as well. Coach <laughs> Smith obviously had him on uh, last week. What's it like wrestling for Coach Smith? I, I like he, it. I mean, he's, he's not a... here, so you can be honest. <laughs> yeah, but it's recorded. <laughs> <laughs> it is recorded. It is recorded. Don't worry. Uh, we, we won't let Coach Smith watch this part. <laughs> yeah, I like Coach Smith a lot. He's real – he makes me feel at home when I'm away from home, so he's always there if I need anything. And you're from uh, Owasso, Oklahoma. Yep. You've got one team. You have a teammate, uh, Baylor, isn't it? That he's he's from the hometown, same yep. hometown. He was supposed to be here, but something came up with classwork, and so uh, we had to, we had to fill in with this guy from oh. Goddard. Uh, <laughs> what, what was it like wrestling with him in, in your high school program? Uh, it's been great. We've been wrestling together since third grade, and just we've grown up together and watching each other grow as people and in the wrestling room. So it's been awesome. One thing that you guys have to worry about that other sports don't, not that they're not watching their weight, not that they're working on their physique, but obviously if you guys don't make weight, uh, it's a forfeit. You get docked points. Um, you know, it's, it's a problem for you guys. So weight management at this point in the year with less than a week before your duels, about two weeks away from the official start of the regular season. Garrett, we'll start with you. How do you feel like your weight management is going? And do you feel like you've kind of settled on the weight that you want to wrestle at this year? Yeah, uh, weight management is going awesome for me. I've been on a diet for about two months now. Like, I feel amazing, honestly. The eating right and chicken, broccoli, you know, all the all the healthy things you're supposed to do to perform at your best. And it couldn't be going better. And yeah, I'm going 157 this year. So, JD, how about you? Uh, I'm a little heavy right now. I'm getting down though. Um, where, where where do you want? What do you feel like you're going to be wrestling at this year? I'll be at uh, 174. 174, and uh, how how much more to cut? How and how difficult has that process been? Uh, I've I weighed 184 this morning, so just a little bit more to go to get down to a comfortable training weight, and then uh, 
I should be good to go this week, and I'll be down and be ready to go. People will hear that, and you'll <laughs> say, "Guy, he's going to lose ten pounds by you know th- this. This is going to come out on Wednesday. He's going to be down ten pounds by Saturday." <laughs> can, can you give people kind of an idea of? How how difficult is that, and is it a little bit different for you guys just because you're used to having to to add that weight or or cut that weight because you're a wrestler? Is it just something you're more accustomed to? Can you get accustomed to that? I, it definitely gets uh, a little bit easier the more you do it, but it it's still a grind every time. But uh, I definitely uh, lose weight a lot easier than some people. So okay. yeah, I, can <laughs> I sweat a lot in practice. So. Yeah. <laughs> Does, yeah. do, do you guys ever have to match up against each other? Uh, uh, last year I wrestled with him quite a bit because yeah. I was a little bit heavier. But, yeah, J.D., I'd be completely dry. But, you know, wrestling with J.D., <laughs> afterwards I'm soaked, <laughs> not even in my own sweat. So. <laughs> well, that, that'll that be – I mean, I guess cutting down, maybe you won't have to worry about this that <laughs> yeah. this year. Guys, uh, let's wrap up with this uh, your goals for the season um do you have the has the team come together for any goals of what you want to accomplish as a squad then obviously um wrestling even though you're doing it at a team concept at the ncaa level it's still an individual sport once you're out there on the mat it's just you and your coach uh what personal goals do you have uh jd go ahead and start with you uh my personal goal is to uh be a national champion this year at 174 174. That's a very, very lofty goal. You'd be the second NCAA champion, of course, in Newman history in terms of athletics and in terms of wrestling behind Noel Torres. Um, That's a very, very lofty expectation. Yep. But you you (laughs) believe that you are ready. Yes, sir. Garrett, your your expectations for this year. Are you also going to be hanging (laughs) a banner? Yes. I mean, of course, you got to shoot for the top. My goal is always to be number one in anything I do. So, yeah, national champ, 157. Awesome. Uh, Garrett Lang and J.D. Johnson, you can see these guys coming up. As I mentioned, the red and blue duel is at 5 p.m. on Saturday at Fugate Gymnasium. Season starts just after that, so come on out Saturday, 5 p.m. Fugate Gymnasium, and get a look at Newman Jets Wrestling for the year. Guys, thanks so much for the time. Appreciate it. Have a great season. Yeah, thank thank you. you for having me. That is our JetCast for this week. We will be back next week with even more Newman coverage. So until then, Blake Cripps saying, Go Jets.